Happy Tuesday. Hey there. Can you believe it is the 9th of July, 2019, which means that it's fully summer here. Yes. And we're like weeks away from August rush. Woohoo! That's crazy. Isn't that fun? <laughs> yeah, so fun. I'm telling you, you know, it's good times. <clears throat> yes. The thing that's throwing us, I think, is the fact that July is typically the hottest month in Tulsa and Bixby. And it's kind of nice outside right now. I mean, relatively speaking. Yeah, it is warm. I yes, mean, it is. it's not like it's. 70s or something. No, but it is 80s. <laughs> I mean, we are sweating. That's true. Okay. But I, I hear what you're saying. Yeah. But I thought actually August was the hottest time. Usually it's July. Which is why it was so kind of us to do our summer gathering in August. That's right. Especially when we were in a t- I, well, tent. Well, you know, I you know, <clears throat> those wonderful years so fondly. It's a lovely morning here in Bixby, Oklahoma. Yes, that's the point you're making. Exactly. And it's the 9th of <laughs> July, which it's cool because, you know, these weeks, they sometimes can just <clears throat> fly by and kind of like doing a flyby, only in this case, they are flying by. Right. So. They have flown. They really have. Well, my voice is just going to be fun this morning. <laughs> well, you know, it's, it is early. It's not like we do this mid-morning or late morning. We do this early in the morning, and so... It's okay for us to have cracking voices. Okay. So here we are. We're in the middle of the 12th fitting room. Yes. And we're having just a, a glorious old time. Yeah, just the sweetest people. Just so, um, they're just a very intentional group. Yes. I think it's just really marked by the desire to live just a very intentional life and it's just, it's been so um, amazing just to get to touch that and be part of those hearts that are like, we want to do this in our, we just want to live our relationships with each other out so intentionally. It's, it's really been amazing. It's been very amazing. Mm-hmm. It's kind of a, kind of a cool thing. We get to do a fitting room and <clears throat> we're going to get to do kind of a grief dunk all in the middle of. Uh, immersion. And yeah, so immersion is still happening. Yes. Just, we're not there this week. I know, it's very sad, and but very happy. So <clears throat> yeah, it's very because they, they have actually quite a full week as well. They're, they they're not, they're not slacking. They're not bored. <laughs> no, they're not. No, no <laughs> there's no boredom. <clears throat> no. So it's fun that way. But yeah, we're having an amazing time and God is good. And what more can we possibly say? I don't know. Well, Probably more find, if we tried harder. Let's find something. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <clears throat> you know, <clears throat> yesterday I'm hanging out with Papa and I'm having one of my moments. Now, I have them every once in a while. In fact, I documented one in one of the teas. I called it my monumental moment. It's where um, August the 1st, actually, 1997, 22 years ago, yikes, I, I cried out to Papa and Um, I had one of those yesterday where I'm just crying out to Papa and, um, it was kind of fun because it was, it was a moment where I was like, you know, Papa, I need you to move in such a way that when I respond to your move, it's one of those, you did it big time 
moves. Right. And an Ushpazin. An Ushpazin kind of moment. And so I kind of was asking for one of those. And it's funny because I'm I'm like, you know, in my prayer and I'm and I'm sort of down with on my knees with Papa and and I'm asking this really heartfelt help and then there's just this total silence on the other end. And so I'm like, uh Papa Hello <laughs> I need you real bad right now. And there's just a silence and and I'm like Papa, are you inhaling? And he said, no. And I said, oh, Uh (laughs) uh-oh. I said, well, you know, are you mad at me? (laughs) And he says, no. And I I said, well, why aren't you inhaling if you're silent? And he said, well, you're, you're not giving me anything to inhale. I'm waiting to inhale. And I realized that... Papa was saying to me, in this moment like now, where you need a miracle, he said, exhale your testimonies of previous miracles and and place that into my lungs. And I can't help but respond to it. And so I was like, wow. And so I just started recounting all of these testimonies and and just everything that came to my mind my heart of the 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 moments in the past <clears throat> where he did it big time where that must have taken a long time cuz yeah. there's been a lot there's been a lot mm-hmm. and and the cool thing is is obviously I didn't remember every single one but I remembered these big ones that just came to my heart. And and I knew that those were the ones that were the inhale that he needed. And so I just began speaking it out. And and as I did, I could feel him breathing in the the gratitude and the um the worship and the recognition of what he had done. And just just my what how did that make me feel, you know? And I'm like, Papa, you saved me. You rescued us. You came to our rescue here. You, you blessed here. You did this here. You moved. And, and just by saying that, you know, it took my, my concept of an exhale from kind of a planetary thing, you know, where it's like, you know, we're all exhaling <clears throat> for his global inhale or, you know, maybe on a smaller scale, we collectively are exhaling for his collective in, uh, exhale. But in this case, it was just a moment where it was like, in this moment, I need you. And, um, and you know, whereas when I, you know, when we're younger, you know, he's just always there. But as we mature, <clears throat> he's teaching us, you know, hey, every time you need me, exhale. Every If you need my exhale, exhale to me. I'll inhale and I'm going to exhale back. And I'm not, this isn't a law or a rule, but it was just a really cool moment with him that I, I learned something. I was like, wow, that really, that took me to a new step in maturity to exhale my, my remembrance of testimony of the things that he has done. And I spoke that out to him and could feel him inhaling that um, 
that gratitude, that thanksgiving, that that those testimonies. You know, he was inhaling them, and um, and then of course, <clears throat> yesterday, <clears throat> here it comes. <laughs> wow. And then yesterday, <laughs> um, we absolutely saw his exhale. And this morning, my exhale is Papa. You did it. Mm-hmm. You did it big time. Yeah, that's so awesome. Um, well, because we're in immersion and a fitting room, yes. which is our first time ever, um, but it's so cool because it is such a testimony. Because when we were in the tent, we always felt like that we needed to be able to do a summer fitting room, and but we couldn't because we we just had the one spot. So now we have different places we can be, and so we can do these in um, unison with each other. And uh, and then we've got so many amazings that can be sharing and all of that. So, um, but when we're in that environment of immersion or a fitting room, just a foundational um, topic, I guess, we're getting to share on is prayer which is, of course, I love many, many things, but the core of my being is is about prayer and just the relationship, a relationship with, with Papa and with Jesus and with El Shaddai. And so we just get to keep bringing that up. And so um, now having like the context in two different ways, and it's, you know, there's similar things, of course, but, but there's differences in just um, how we're pursuing him, how we're pursuing each other, that kind of thing. And so I, I've just been meditating so much on just the privilege of that being an inheritance of our relationship. And so I was, um, I was just led to um, Luke 11 in the past few weeks and the the place where the disciples asked Jesus to teach them to pray. And, and so that, of course, leads to the Lord's Prayer. And so that took me a little farther in thinking about it's the Lord's Prayer is recorded in two of the Gospels, and so there's a uniqueness in each setting for those. And um, so going first to Matthew 6, where, you know, Jesus has has walked um, through some pretty intense things. He's been baptized um, and recognized, really. Um, he has been tempted and you know, in the wilderness by the enemy. And, um, and at this point he's gathered disciples. So there's a huge crowd and he goes up onto the Mount. And it, it says originally that the disciples followed him. So it it sounds like only the disciples followed him. So he's now talking to the disciples, but in the presence of a large group of people. And there's just such a beautiful picture that they followed him because you think of another mount, Mount Sinai, when the people were invited up and only Moses would go. Now Jesus is is living out what Moses rehearsed and 
and he's followed, and so he doesn't go up alone. And so there's a lot, he says, in this um, setting, because it's the Sermon on the Mount, but he does talk to them about um, when you pray. But there's a, a word he uses, which is sadaka. And I love this because it, it's what I have felt, you know, since I was a girl about prayer. It's not words we say. It's certainly not words we're regurgitating. It is a life we live. And that is what sadaka means. So he isn't just saying, hey, when you pray, say these words and everything will be great. Um, and, and just a little context, because this is Matthew this is the friendship covenant, and um, Matthew is always wanting people to recognize who Jesus truly is in his recordings, but, um, but Jesus truly addresses the disciples, but then there are many surrounding them about what they're wrestling with, which is the friendship covenant we wrestle to rest. So when we see him clearly, we rest. So there's something he really wants them to see clearly about this, um, this frame he's going to give for them to watch in. And so he uses the word, um, tzedakah, which isn't just how to pray, it's how to live. And so he addresses what's being modeled for them in society where it's all rules and regulations. And basically, you know, this is where he's like, don't, you know, stand on the corner and, um, and pray out loud there and do these things, but do it, you know, where it's real basically, but he's not just saying praying out loud. It's not about standing on the corner and, Oh God, and having this long, um, you know, speech that's given. He's talking about how they're living. And he's like, don't live in ways that you are acknowledged because you did this or this. Live in ways that he, that the Father will be recognized. And so it's just such a monumental time. And, and he's introducing something to them that they can address God as Father too. Mm. So this was really the first time that's um, they don't. He's inviting them not to wrestle with who God truly is anymore, to rest that He is not just His Father; He's their Father. And understanding all the people hearing this have all different ideas of a father, just like we all do. You know, they some of them have amazing fathers, some of them have absent fathers, some of them have abusive fathers. And so in this one moment, he's saying, you know, I want you to stop wrestling with who the father is. I want you to know the father. And it's just such this lovely invitation to rest. Mm -hmm. So then it says that when he comes down from the mountain, and so this is after the full Sermon on the Mount, he was followed down by a great multitude. And so it just, to me, says, so many came to rest. Mm -hmm. They stopped wrestling, and they came to rest and stepped into the fullness of that friendship 
covenant. They were able to see something clearly that they'd never seen before. So cool. So So cool. So cool. So then we come to Luke 11, and and the disciples specifically say, teach us to pray. And then they add on to that, like John taught his disciples. And so what happens prior to this is Jesus is praying. Like they are seeing him pray, and they actually, and this is slightly uncharacteristic of the disciples, they let him finish. Like he's not in the middle of prayer, and they're like, teach us to pray. They actually... I think they were in awe of of his his prayer and it wasn't the words he said because there's a translation in the word they used and basically what they said was teach us to recognize God the way you do. They wanted that to be real um, because they were understanding now this was going to be about a life they lived in. That's why they they added on, like John taught his disciples, they weren't, again, they weren't asking for the right words to say, but they had watched John's disciples and they saw, they lived a very different life and they lived like John did, you know, and I think they had this recognition, the disciples of Jesus, that maybe they hadn't given themselves fully to the call yet, that there were places they were still protecting themselves or hoarding who they were. And so this is Luke. So this is the inheritance covenant. So they, they're they recognizing that John's disciples carried on, you know, even after um, his death, what he had given them, that they had received an inheritance. And of course, John was there just continuously inviting the people to recognize Jesus. Like when he came and he was present, he didn't want anyone to miss it. And now they've, the Jesus' disciples are hearing him recognizing the Father. And not just recognizing him, but that there's this relationship that's being modeled, and that is God the Father as companion just as this beautiful companion. And so they're like, help us recognize him in a way that we live a life where he's our companion, like he is yours. You don't do anything without him. That's your inheritance. We want, we don't want to hoard, you know, our hearts anymore where we don't give him the fullness of access. We, we want to live fully and, and, um, Sadaka means charity and philanthropy, and um, which just means um, a righteous life. So we want to live in His will. We want to live the way you're living in His will, all the time, and not off on our own, but with Him as our companion. And so that that's what they were asking. So Jesus then shares with them the Lord's prayer the second time, and now he's giving it to them as an inheritance. So it's been given as rest, and it's now given as an inheritance. And um, again, they're seeing seeing God as Father. And so then after after Jesus just um, shows them his heart 
for the father, he then begins telling some some parables really about the father. So what father would, you know, you ask for bread would give you a stone and that kind of thing. And so he, he starts talking about the philanthropy, the generosity, the charity of the father, like, and that still understanding they haven't all seen that from their fathers, but they can know that from the father, you know, his papa and, and theirs. And he's passing that as an inheritance that, um, that this generosity, this, you know, um, charity of the father, they can actually live in that kind of righteousness. They can live generous lives, which is what they were asking. How can we live more fully this this story and you know that's a cry of my heart is man I I I don't think I'm hoarding anything but show me if I am if I'm not just living as generously as you as you know with you as my companion I'm probably missing times that you're prompting me Papa don't let me miss those invitations of inheritance where I can live as generously as you give. And so just really discovering, um, you know, just some some deeper places in this journey. Papa's the best. Papa is the best. And he's very different than the humans that we see um, in the world. Yeah. We see a different daddy. Yeah, we do. We do. And... We get to become that. We get to reveal that, and it's so cool. About the coolest <laughs> thing in the world. Yeah. Well, yay! Yay! We uh, we are going to be off to the fitting room. Yes, we are. <laughs> I'm trying to remember which place are we going. This we're going week. to the fitting room. <laughs> okay. Yeah, which yeah. we don't actually go to either place, or we don't go. Neither of us. Wow. Neither of us go to immersion on Tuesdays, but right. Um, so I just was. Confused altogether. But still, I mean, but still. <laughs> yeah, we're focused now. Fitting yes. room, here we come. Yes. Yeah. Very exciting. All right. All right. We love you. See you next week. Yay. Bye.